Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Jamie and I recorded an episode just sort of talking about some practical approaches you can take to music. Uh, we talk through some activities you can do, and we touch on a lot of things that are you know, easier to do. Music can be really overwhelming. Um, and so we sort of just break it down and, and talk through some things you can do in the classroom and also right now. Um, and one thing that's super exciting, uh, we launched our website. Um, so we talk a little bit about that in the end, and it's also linked at the bottom of this episode description. So please check out our website, allthingsmontessoripodcast.com. We are so excited and thrilled that it's here. We're so pumped. So um, as always, email us if you have any questions. Follow us on Instagram at allthingsmontessori. Um, and if you haven't already, um, you can go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. That way, every week when we have a new episode, it will just download immediately to your computer. So easy. Um, so make sure you do that. And thanks, as always, for listening. You guys are the best. Enjoy this episode. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hey, Rachel. Not too bad. Hanging in there? Yeah. Uh, today's Tuesday. I know what day it is. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a that's a good a good thing. Definitely. We're, we are still at home. I know. Staying safe. Good. That's a good thing too. I find that I know the days of the week by like watching. You know, I know it's Tuesday because we took the recycling out today, and then I know it's <laughs> Friday because that's when we take the trash out. <laughs> Right. I know that's the street cleaner was on my street this morning. So it's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those kinds of things, all those rhythms. I know of the sort of daily life around home. I know. Well, we thought we'd talk about music again um, because we've had a lot of response from that episode that we did. Um, and, you know, we've personally, I find that people always have questions about music in the classroom. Um, and we've really seen that with that episode. So we thought today we'd really talk through some practical aspects and, and things you can bring into the classroom um, that, you know, do not require a degree in music or really a lot of musical knowledge. These are things that can really get you started. Because um, like everything else in the Montessori classroom, you really need to just present that key and a first, you know, the first few steps really clearly. And then the children pretty much carry you through after that. Yeah, they'll take off and and learn more. And of course, you know, especially with music, if they really want to learn an instrument, then they're going to need to get some instruction in that. But we can sure get them started in just the their excitement about music and some of the basic elements of music. Right. So let's start with just uh, listening to music. This is something that, Jamie, I will never forget when you introduced it on the course because I thought, wow, I grew up doing that. I'm so glad that they have that in Montessori. You know, music appreciation, truly listening to it. And that's, you don't really even have to do much for that personally. You know, you just have to have the, the you know, musical, you know, you need to have the songs. You know, yeah, and yeah. a little knowledge of what to show. Yeah, totally. I mean, so we want, yeah, I would just, you know, if you think about music as kind of a language of sorts, um, 
the same way we approach language, we want to approach music. And so the first thing we want for children to have as early as possible is a lot of exposure to music, a very music-rich environment. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, when we listen to music, we don't want music ever to really, you know, I mean, of course, we all just have it in the background sometimes. But for the children, when we're being really intentional about it, we don't want it to just be in the background, we want them to truly be listening. So we want them to have some times where the focus isn't, you know, to to clean the bathroom while they're listening or clean up the classroom while they're listening because they're distracted. We want them to just be sitting comfortably and and listening. And and we can listen together and and point out uh, things we notice and have discussions. Yeah. And I think truly listening to music like that doesn't happen very often. I mean, a lot of the times you're right, it is just in the background. Um, and and that practice of focus and listening for certain elements, um, it, it brings a lot of concentration. It's helping developing their ear and having that experience at a young age. Um, one, it's going to show them a whole side of music that they might not get somewhere else, um, you know, and, and it's going to just strengthen that appreciation for those artists, you know, everything that goes into, you know, learning an instrument and writing a piece of music, all of, all of those aspects that really um, will capitalize on that. Um, and, you know, you can start off with just getting, you know, looking up on Spotify or the internet or, you know, I would start with Mozart, Beethoven and Bach if you're going to go classical, you know, children love classical music. I mean, it's technically fascinating a lot of it's fast paced. A lot of it's really dramatic. So I find that elementary children love the drama. So they love that, um, you know, and that's that's just a great stepping stone. And, and there's lots of, you know, the best of Beethoven or, you know, you can look at Beethoven sonatas or, you know, Mozart's another fascinating one because he was so young when he was composing music. He was around their age. So that's something they can relate to. Um, and then, you know, Once you kind of start there, you can piggyback, you know, you can uh, explore jazz or maybe just one instrument. Maybe you just listen to guitar or violin or, you know, the cello, what have you. Um, And then you can keep going, you know, introduce some of your favorite artists. Um, And it's it's sort of endless. Um, And they can then begin to listen for different instruments or is this song fast or slow what parts were loud what parts were soft what did this song make you feel what did this song remind you of Uh, there's so much imagery in music so there's a lot of spaces to go yeah absolutely and I think I think it's important to expose them to music you like music that you don't like and give them you know a sense of of uh, also the diversity of music so be sure you're choosing from a variety of um, traditions uh, and, mm-hmm. and globally so that you've got, you know, you give children a real sense of how humans have made music all around the globe at different times uh, in history, because I think, you know, it's extraordinary how humans have chosen to express themselves musically. And it seems like we've been doing it for a very, very long time. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, a it's a, it's a wonderful exploration, but as much as possible to expose the children to music, not just in the background, but really, really with a few, with some listening exercises, 
um, that they can do independently or, you know, or that they can do uh, alongside an adult. Um, and either way is, is great for the children. And I think not just listening, also um, it can be really useful for children to see how music is made by, by musicians. So, um, uh, you know, in, in a world where we can go to live shows, that's helpful and really important <laughs> for children. Um, we don't have that world right now. But what we do have is a lot of artists uh, that are putting some free uh, videos online of themselves doing music. And I think that can be another real sort of um, that can really ignite the children's interest. If you can find a popular artist that they like and they can watch how that person plays the guitar or the piano or sings. And that also helps with their listening, but also as they start to think about how to make music. So a lot of that, that um, exposure is, is really useful and pretty easy to do in this day and age with, with easy access to, uh, to all of those kinds of online resources. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. There's even been, you know, live concerts too, like on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, all of that, which is which is awesome. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's so much there's so much about performance, you know, when you see it live. You know, there there's I even remember when I learned piano and I was kind of getting used to having recitals. I mean, there's a presence you have to have on stage, but then there's the whole role of the audience you know, the, mm -hmm. the clapping and then the not clapping. And then when do you actually, when can, when is it polite to get up from your seat? When is it not, you know, all of those sorts of things. Um, it, it's great. Um, it's great acts of courtesy that, you know, that are gonna, um, you're not really going to get unless you're in a concert hall, of course, but you know, someday, <laughs> someday again, we'll be able to do that. Right. Oh, and in our house lately, my younger daughter has been doing a lot of practicing of harmonies. Um, mm. So that's another thing to be thinking about is is uh, singing with children, singing, uh, singing all sorts of different kinds of songs. Um, so it's a Beatles song, I believe, that she's been working on lately uh, and practicing mm -hmm. one particular part, not the not the melody, but one of the harmonies. Um, mm. And and. Cool. That's a good, I mean, you know, that comes from listening and then being able to match that pitch and then, you know, working toward being able to do it without, without the pitch to match, you know, doing it independently, all of those kinds of things you can encourage the children to do. I mean, children spontaneously sing all the time from a very young oh, age. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so encouraging them to sing, sing with them, sing together every day, more than once a day. Um, all of those things are really useful in bringing, bringing music to the children too. And I think we said before, but, you know, don't even worry if you struggle to, to hold a pitch, um, the children will figure it out. So you don't oh, have to. Oh yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. You don't course. have to worry too much. I mean, no, I mean, I think the most important thing, and I, I know it's challenging to sing in front of people or children. I mean, I myself had extreme, I had a huge fear of singing in front of people from, I don't I didn't get over that till I was like 16. Even though I was singing in choirs, I felt safe because I was singing with everybody else. Right. Um, and so I understand that it's terrifying. It really is. But you have to remember that every time you're giving a lesson, 
you're performing in a sense, right? So you know how to do this. You, you know, you just might not feel as confident with your singing voice. Um, but the children don't know that and they don't care and they just want to sing together. Um, and do all of the, all of them have perfect pitch? No, if they did, that would be remarkable. Um, so the act of singing together, you know, you're joining, you're, you're going to join in breath. You're going to all be doing the same thing at the same time. I mean, that's the experience that you want and that's what you'll get from it. Um, but I do understand that it is, it is really scary. Um, but I promise when you start doing it more, it gets way, it just gets easier and easier. Um, and as always, the children are constantly forgiving. They are so forgiving and they, they are not going to hold you to that bar that you probably hold yourself to. If you're looking for songs, I think there's tons of resources. And the one thing I think it's important to remember is it doesn't have to be songs for children. There are lots of no. artists that put, put together songs for children, written for children or adapted for children. And that's great. But you can take any song that you like and teach it to children. I mean, I've taught Absolutely. Grateful Dead songs. I've taught the Beatles. Mm -hmm. I've taught, you know, like I've mm -hmm. taught all sorts of different songs. So I think the key is to be sure you love it and are connected to it. And if, especially if you've got a little story you can tell about it and then just sing, just sing. Yeah, it can, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be an intricate, you're exactly right. It doesn't have to be a tailored for children. I mean, you know, a lot of songs have similar themes of love and friendship and things like that. And that's great. Um, however, you know, children's songs are super fun, especially if there's like funny sound effects or, or, or silly things that always that always helps, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a lot of repetition right. is helpful, especially oh, yeah. when they're first learning if they can do if it helps them learn the songs because of course they can't just read along with you. You have to do some repetition to build it in their memories. Um, you know, because That's we, right. we can't always rely that they have the ability to read yet. So we're going to, we're going to teach them without, without the words in front of them. Um, but yeah, singing mm -hmm. is huge and that's easy to do at home. Like right now, um, mm -hmm. listening is a big, a, a, you know, a big important part of exposing children to a variety of music uh, mm -hmm. and dancing, mm -hmm. um, like yeah. moving their bodies and time to the rhythm, uh, connecting to how that, how the music makes them feel and what they can express physically. Uh, yeah, that's a huge form of expression. I mean, just dancing freely. I mean, children, they're already moving, you know, all the time anyway. Um, so yeah, like, and that goes into listening, right? Like, what kind of, you know, what rhythm does the song have? Can you move your body to the song? You know, and it could be any, any matter of, you know, genres of songs. Um, but that, that's a super, super fun idea. I used to do freeze dance with my kids. Um, cause freeze dance is super fun. Um, and you know, they just like to wiggle and then, you know, we pause the song, but sometimes I'd make that the song that we were playing, like something, you know, you know, either a classical song or maybe a jazz song, something, something they usually wouldn't listen to. Um, so just another way to get them that exposure. Yep. Yeah. I think anything we can do to give, give, you know, them that exposure and have them feel, you know, connected to the music, um, mm -hmm. you know, and those mm -hmm. are all of the things we're talking about is, should be happening in the classroom, but they can happen at home also, you they know, definitely can. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'd really encourage music to be a part of your, 
daily uh, learning at a distance or whatever you're calling it. Uh, that that these kinds of activities and and you can do games. There's also um, you could do. There's lots of science experiments about uh, sound and how sound is made. Um, and those oh, are yeah, those are easy to Google. So you can make, you know, it's easy to make your own musical instruments like shakers, toilet paper tube, glue paper on both uh-huh. ends. Put you know, put some rice or beans in the middle, glue paper on both ends. You've got a shaker. Um, I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. You know, easy things like that to do. You can do make some instruments out of um, strings and rubber bands to see how that sound mm-hmm. is made. Um, so these are easy things to Google, um, but that can really inspire interest in some children if they're not already interested is, is looking at the science of how sound, how sound is made. Yeah. It's super fascinating. Also the, the experiment with, uh, water glasses, um, and, you know, finding the pitch on the edge of the water glass, Mm -hmm. um, that's another really, really fun one that can amuse a child for quite a long time. Um, and they can try it with different sizes of glasses and all different sorts of things. And um, that's a really fun experiment. And, you know, that's another great thing um, about Montessori. You know, you can connect the subjects, right? I mean, there is a there's a ton of like music is very scientific, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sound and pitch and all of that. I mean, it's just it's, it's fascinating and all Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, another really big component of music is math. You know, rhythm is math. It's math. Like, I mean, time meter and, and all of that, it's it's math, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so that's another great connection, you know, uh, counting beats, you know, rhythm, all rhythm exercises, um, all of that as well. You know, you can make some rhythm patterns or even on Zoom, I know this would be a little hard with the internet delay, but you can do clapping patterns on uh, virtually if you wanted to. Um, they can come up with their own. I mean, all different, all sorts of things. Because I, I find that rhythm, you know, you want to instill that at a young age so they have rhythm. Yeah. So helping them to make that connection to how sort of mathematical rhythm is, and then how we can stretch that a little in music to give a slightly different mm-hmm. sense or feel. And I think, yeah, those are all great things to be exposing the children to. And so it doesn't have to be a completely systematic study of music. A, a lot of these activities that just connect them and expose them to music are huge for their for their mm-hmm. development. And of course, if they can learn to read music, uh, that's great. You know, and we have the avenues for that as well. Um, yeah. But, but also, you know, even, even just that some sort of sensorial connection is a huge, it's a huge gift to them if they've just had a lot of exposure and experience. Oh, for sure. That'll serve them for a long time. And also, you know, I feel like when you're exposed to music at a young age, it's not as scary as maybe if you were exposed to it older, you know, because music is pretty complicated, but it's not as overwhelming when you're six and you just find it really fun to listen to. And then you naturally will get interested in it Um, because, you know, learning a musical instrument is, it takes a lot of work. It is like learning another language, you know, music is its own 
has its own set of rules and own set of all of these different components that you have to um, really learn. It's very hard and it takes a long time. Um, and not every child is going to go down that path, but, you know, giving them the gift of, you know, that music appreciation um, and just, you know, music really connects people. It really does. It gives you a warm feeling inside. Um, and that's really important, especially right now. So if you can sing a song over Zoom or, or send your children a, a new song that they can learn, um, and then it can really get them excited about, you know, getting back together to sing it together or, or anything like that. I've seen so many virtual choir performances and it's just, it, it makes me so happy. Um, because music, music is just, it's universal. It's, you know, there's it, music speaks every language, right? I mean, it, everybody can connect with music. Um, so incorporating that into your classroom and especially right now is just a great gift you can give your students. And I think if you're looking for, you know, further activities to provide at home, you know, making a playlist uh, each week or something with some notes mm -hmm. about things that children can explore about these different or think about um, with the different, you know, you can provide them a playlist on, um, on Spotify or, or whatever, you know, and give them, uh, give them those things, you know, some listening activities as an option, uh, you know, mm -hmm. so that's one really easy way we can, you know, sort of help prepare their environment at home when we can't actually be there if we're giving them some of these links and resources of independent work they can choose. Um, Absolutely. So playlists or, or, you know, some YouTube videos of certain, um, you know, certain performances or, uh, or certain, some, uh, there are a lot of, um, a lot of musicians that are like showing how they play a certain song or those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. you could share some of that with the children. I mean, or you might want to show them how, um, you know, how a violin is tuned or how a piano is tuned or how, you know, some of the, I mean, there's all sorts of little, you can give them some links for some independent listening activities or watching activities at home that relate to music, you know, so the singing together is great, but also giving them some things to do independently as well. Right, right, right. Yeah, because we all, we all need to be independent, a little bit more independent these days, right? Because <laughs> we're all doing our own thing. Um, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're happy to answer any questions you guys might have about more specific music activities. We just wanted to, you know, really talk through a couple really big sections of music um, that you can hone in on right now. Um, and so, yeah, I hope this was helpful um, and hopefully gives you a little bit more confidence um, in the music department. Yeah. So sing and listen and uh, and enjoy and encourage all the children to do it as well. Yeah. Oh, and also we launched our website. Oh, right. We did. Yeah, we totally did. So our website is live. It's allthingsmontessoripodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast uh, on there if you you know need another platform to listen to it on. Um, there's some more information about Jamie and myself. There is a contact us form on there. 
um, as well as a subscribe link. So if you want to subscribe to us, uh, we're, we're in the works of coming up with a few more things there, but um, definitely send us your email so we can have you as a contact um, for all the future things we're planning. And yeah, we're so stoked that it's out there. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check it out. I'll link it at the bottom of this episode too so you can look at it. All right. Okay. Well, now I want to go sing. I know. Good. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Stay safe, everybody. Bye.